Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, men on. Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque! Hey. <coughs> I almost, almost made myself choke to death. You know what that means? It means we've had one extra armchair Monday to, to for it to become Tuesday so that we can t- to talk about more football. That's what that means. Bro. I got so much football on deck. You feel you're going to... You're gonna, Ask for less. Oh, I'm going to football you right in the face. You won't be able to have to handle all these footballs. Right at your face. Yeah, I heard the face part the first time. <laughs> and your torso. All extremities. Throw them in. So I got A lot my- of football. Come on. All day, baby, football. We're talking NFL. Playoffs, championship Sunday. You want me All to- quarterbacks yeah. are coming. Yeah. Four of them, four yeah. quarterbacks yeah. left. Did my guy? A lot of these guys really played their way into it. Some of them just kind of lucked into it, you know. But what are we talking about? NFL football yeah. all day, baby. Hey, Marie, how was conservative talk today? Did you talk any football over there? Um, yeah, we always talk football. And, um, well, we've been talking about football a lot lately just because it's NFL playoffs. And um, we talked about Billy Joel because he has new music coming out. <sighs> okay, thanks. Okay, that's You're going to force me to <laughs> ask. All the rejoins today are scenes from an Italian restaurant. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> if you want them to be, I can make that happen. But Billy Joel has new music coming out. And uh, Oscar, we talked about the Oscars. With the nominees which, coming which out. Which one? Which Oscar? The Grouch? No, Oscars. You know, the... From The Office? The award, Oscar from The Office? The that one? ceremony? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I guess the nominees or whatever uh, we're now. Oscar today. Isaac? No, I was talking about the... Oscar Wilde. Academy mm. of Motion Picture Arts and Meyer Sciences. Wieners? Is that what it is? The Academy Awards. No one watches that anymore. People really care, though. Like, they, a lot of people were upset today on the internet that Margot Robbie wasn't nominated for what? For best actress for Barbie. Is people, there? People, I didn't see that. Is there hottest like, actress? Yeah, is there hottest actress? Did she get snubbed for hottest actress? Yeah, best in heels. Best mm. actress. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Ditto that. Did she do? second that motion? Is there a movie about remaking that one scene in Wolf of Wall Street? Does that movie exist? Mm. That would be good. Because I would watch that movie. A prequel and a sequel of that one scene? Yeah. I'm in. And the, a, is there an Academy Award for perfectly cast Barbie? Because no. they crushed that. No. Casting director? The Barbie's casting director? Get yeah, nominated? nominated. That's a good one. Nope. Also, back to Billy Joel for a second. Yes. Is he going to make a song called Harmonica Man and it's just all piano? Because <laughs> there is so such stupid a stupid there is, there is no piano 
whatsoever in Piano Man, but there is an ass ton of harmonica. So I, Billy Joel hasn't <laughs> came out with music in like 20 years. Was he? Because like, no one asked. Well, what happened was Fallout Boy put out that We Didn't Start the Fire Again song. Uh, he was like, no, you don't. <laughs> we didn't put out the fire. It continues to burn, and the world will learn. Is that the lyrics? I'm just guessing. We didn't put out the fire. Do you guys want to hear it? He, 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 like, teased it on Twitter. This is the new Billy Joel song? He's teasing 20 seconds of Now, it. hold on. What is the name of the song? Um... Take your time. Tur- turn the lights back on. Brand new single coming out February 1st. Turn the lights back on. The debut single. No, the re-debuting. The grand reopening of Billy Joel right here on Two Men On. Okay. Sounds like a Billy Joel song so far. <sighs> There's actually piano. Pause it one. right here. Pause it right here. We're going to break this down. There's only like 20 seconds he teases, by the way. <laughs> That's it? You get... You get about 13 more seconds. Of just piano. All right, so the first seven seconds, let's start it over. So it sounded like the first seven seconds, there was no doubt in my mind this was a Billy Joel song. I'm just going to stand by the computer. You tell me when to play. Yeah, sorry, Amory, go ahead. There's Billy Joel in your mind that it was a no doubt song? Sorry, I'm dyslexic. Yeah, only only this song will die young. Are there lyrics? There you go. Mention a landmark right here. Is this just like a... What is? What was that? A church processional? That, that was the That's tease. what you play when you walk in the church. That was the tease. The, so the tease sucks because the, with the way TikTok works now, if you're going to have a 20-second thing, you have to be able for it to be talked. Mm, it's only ticked at yeah, the moment. Yeah. It's, only, mm. it's, it's ticked me off. Mm-hmm. I'm still indifferent. I like you, though, just the way you are. Aww. Wait, so February to... 1st. It's a Thursday. We can listen to the whole song here on Two Men On. This Thursday, you promise? No, uh, next Thursday. Next Thursday. Okay, next Thursday. People will forget by then. If you're going to tease something, you better drop it within 72 hours. Mm. I'll forget. I'm just telling you what we talked about on uh, KKOB today. Uh, Oscar nominees. Okay, uh, I can Billy do Oscar Joel, nominees later. Billy Joel. We have to talk football. Well, obviously. I got a strongly worded email. You did? Yeah. Like multiple or just one? Uh, multiple, usually. Mm. It was in text form. It was a text message. Oh. It was a friend of the show. He had some hot takes. And I, I'm not talking about any of this. I got my own hot takes. Five zero five two four six zero six ten. You say it. I'm not stealing your takes. Seeing some Italian restaurant is the best Billy Joel song. Also, it's every Scorsese movie. <laughs> the. Mobster. Well, you're going to get rid of the body. <laughs> hey, if he doesn't play fair, we got to go. Paisan. This is his last chance. 
You playing this again? Oh, wait, it's a different song. This is scenes from my Italian restaurant. It's the best Billy Joel. First off, should have been a bottle of red. Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay, <laughs> one of each. Where's the rosé, Billy? It'll be a cold day before I enjoy Merlot. <laughs> You're really getting sideways over here. It's right here. It's a. This is a love story. I'm watching the official video. <laughs> it's a. It's a heart wrencher. It all depends upon your music that is story is the best music. I'll meet you I don't disagree. Yeah. I like a good story better than anybody. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know where we're at. Hey, Marie, we don't have to wear out Italian wrestling, but you get it. Red checkered table. I was just waiting for this. Yeah. Half burnt candle. Duh. Right here Giuseppe. is where I take in the corner. You got your lady at home hanging out, having a nice, I assume, Say vodka it. sauce Say pasta. <laughs> I'm a big vodka sauce. Guy. I love vodka sauce. Why do you have to choose when you have both? You can have both. You have both every time. So you're telling me this pasta tastes like tomato soup? Mm-hmm. Let's it's, go. It's got, the, it's got the tomato gravy. Yeah. It's got a little cream in uh, it. Hold on. Yeah. Hey, write down the word tomato gravy. I feel like we can use that for something. Tomato gravy? Yeah. That's okay. a good branding. Four. You got any thoughts on this one? Or is it just a, we'll figure it out later? We'll figure it out. Sweet. I'm into yeah. this. This is how ideas come to life. Fruition, if you don't. Could be like an old man exasperation. Did you see that? The text Tomato gravy. Yeah, that's very <laughs> good. You seem like 83-year-old Christopher Lloyd at Comic-Con over the weekend. <laughs> Netflix. You see, hey, did you see the WWE is moving Monday Night Raw to Netflix? Sure. Did you see the number on this? Um, If I read it correctly. Yeah, I think you did. I'm pretty I'm looking, sure it said $5 billion. $5 billion? For all of WWE, I think it's all of WWE, right? Is this real money or fake money? Because is it real wrestling or fake wrestling? I'm not sure. So, you know, I'm like in bed a little bit with WWE. It's just Monday Night Raw. It's not. Yeah, that's what freaked me out. It's not the whole It's not package. even the whole thing. Is that the best one to a, re- a question? Historic, to a historically, it's yeah. the best one. So it's Monday Night Raw. WWE SmackDown, and then, yeah, one year from today. One year, January 2025. Netflix will exclusively scream WWE Raw in the U.S., Canada, U.K., and Latin America. I think there's a lot of fans there every single week all year long. Not international? No, so that's, it's funny you say that. No, because Sky Sports has them internationally, oh. and they have a bunch of different subseries all over the world or whatever. But this is a thing because Raw has been on, uh, you know, traditional TV, cable television for th- 31 years. That's a lot of years. That's a lot of years. It's the longest running weekly episodic program in the history of television. It's older than The Simpsons? Yes. And it's not older than, like, some soap operas that used to be radio-like mm. like shows that went to TV and then 
Like Sands from the Hourglass. Yeah. I think Young and the Restless was the one that had the record. Young Restless is my favorite SoundCloud rapper. Now, Netflix will also be showing SmackDown, NXT, and premium live events outside of the U.S. So the deal isn't just for Raw, but that's for the U.S. So just for Raw in the U.S. So it looks like premium live events are still on Peacock. Okay. And SmackDown, as of right now, is still on Fox. Netflix is going to become the global home for WWE. For fans in the U.K., this is uh, legit fantastic news because they have to jump through some hoops, whatever. Okay. A big part of pro wrestling for a long time was ratings wars, too, because it would be this pro- product versus another product. I'll give you an example, and I'm not trying to say anything negative. I spent a lot of time working with WWE. I spent a lot of time working with AEW. Today, AEW just texts me, like a whole thing. Okay. And they're like big, big WWE news, and they're like, hey, Fred, would really love to help you out at the Super Bowl. Hey, Fred, would like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure you would. Let's figure it out. Crazy acquisition. Ten-year deal. Five billion dollars <laughs> so for one of their product for one of their products, just one of them. They even get the triumvirate. Do you, Amory? Do you remember that it's like a super famous shot of Chris Bosh getting a rebound and outletting it? To, this is with the Miami Heat outletting it to Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James is trailing, and Dwayne Wade bounces it off the floor. This against the Bucks and LeBron James gets it like windmill alley oop, and as Le- as Dwayne Wade's running away with his arms spread wide in front of the camera, and it's just like we can do no wrong. We have that's what WWE is right now. Can do no wrong. They're the they're the 2006 Miami Heat. They're unreal. <laughs> okay. I remember when LeBron took his talents to South Beach. God, that was so sweet. I'm gonna be. Uh, brutally honest and a little bit of self-deprecating right now. Yeah. Please. Until I met and got to know you, I didn't, I didn't know Fred talking to Fred. Uh-huh. Not Amy, I didn't know how big this thing was. Same. Worldwide. Isn't that wild? Not only here, but worldwide. I'm not like unique. I'm not a unique flower that has mm-hmm. a fun fandom in this niche world. I am a victim oh, of brilliant marketing and entertainment mm-hmm. and a low bar a l- what is that like a <laughs> they used to have a tag team called the bar the low bar that we jump through on monday night raw on netflix you're you're over here being kind of dumb mm-hmm. right now i, I, I warned you because you know what's going to happen mm. february 2025 i'll be in japan oh you know what you'll be doing You'll be, you will be using Fred's VPN. <laughs> they have Netflix in Japan. It's called Netflix. Monday Night Raw opens. I'm not going to be watching it, but I am happy pew, for pew, you guys. Pew, Monday Night Raw, pew, pew. And then out comes running from the back, Cobra Kai. And then they're in the ring. And you're like, this is the Netflix crossover we've been waiting for. Oh, and then, God, you're so right. I know I'm so right. Oh, Stranger Things night Strang- where only kids yeah. wrestle. And the Miz goes out there and just whoops up on, on uh, hey, you guys, or whoever's in Stranger Things. Okay, super close. I've never seen. That's really close. I've never seen Stranger Things. It's basically a Goonies prequel. It's good. Yeah. But that's what this is going to end up being. John Cena shows up to help Daniel's son. Like, 
Oh, he's not in that Cobra Kai, is he? What's the guy's name? The guy from the Karate Kid. Sakai Tatai. Ralph Macchio? Yeah, but he's, oh, is he in that? Oh, he's the bad guy in it. Mm, I wouldn't know. N- no, he's not the bad guy. I don't watch it. I don't watch Cobra Kai. I don't watch Netflix. Now I do. Yeah, you do. Now I'm a Netflix guy. Kind of wild. Can you imagine $5 billion? Like, what do you do if you're TKO Holdings? And you're like, we have USC. I'm all in. Yeah, right? Hey, what if we own that stock yesterday? We screwed up. $5 billion. Next season on Squid Game. <laughs> Monday Night Raw versus SmackDown. How will Seth Rollins survive the start-stop game? <laughs> Squid Game was good. I didn't watch that either. I don't think it was good. Wasn't it just during COVID? Uh, Everything during COVID seemed better. What's the, your timeline with COVID? I don't think it was during. The word good have to look it up. isn't exactly know. objective. I mean, it's different no, for everyone, like obviously. Entertaining. It like, was Squid I, Game was entertaining. Yeah. I I liked everything about Squid Game. I'm not going to like it. wouldn't be like my number one recommendation. Someone said, hey, Van, what show on Netflix should I watch? That'd be like way down there. I really liked it, except for the up-close headshots. September 20th. That was dark. When somebody lost a squid game, they just mm-hmm. point-blank oh, shot him in the head. It was a pretty dark show. What are you going on about? Yeah, that's a real part of the show. Every single episode. Oh, Fred, it's very dark. I never yeah. saw that. I don't like that stuff. Ooh, I don't know why Palm just got sweaty died. thinking about it. You guys should watch Saltburn. That's the rage right now. What's it called? That's what I've heard. Saltburn. S-A-L-T. Burn. Why did I look up at some point on my Google history, salt and pepper squid? What did that mean? A lot of people are upset that Saltburn wasn't up for an Oscar. Well, they would have to have some actors anyone's ever heard of. Salt and pepper squid. That's an Aesop Rock song, isn't it? I don't know. I looked it up for some reason. So I have a problem with these high society films. Oh, this one's pretty crazy. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Now, this is a movie or a TV show? A movie. So that's more likely for me to watch. Yeah. Actually, Fred, I would love for you to watch this and get back to me. Oh. He willn't. Oh, it's a black comedy? Yes. Oh, man. Well, black cop, what? Not like Soul Plane. It's like dark. Like Psycholo- life? It's like a psychological <laughs> thriller. Uh-huh. Oh, like Roots. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. None of these guys are black. No, a psychological thriller. I didn't say it was a black comedy. Mm, somebody did. Oh, it's okay. It's a dark. dark comedy. You My bad. Yeah. I said black. Dark comedy. All right. Should we give one of our bosses emails right now to <laughs> take care of this flood of complaints dark. that are about to come? Wikipedia says right there. Yeah, he that does say black comedy. Yeah. Okay. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. I could press the dump button. We have enough seconds. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So do you guys want my uh, first round mock draft of the NFL whenever we get back? Or do you want to go on about? I mean, we have like two big conference championships coming up too. So so don't just skip over those and go straight to my 2024 NFL mock draft. I mean, we could do that too. A lot of people are talking about that as well. We got three hours today, baby. Let's go. Well, I feel like if we do the mock draft, we'll be able to capture Cowboys fans because it's not like they need to care about the playoffs. So we could start immediately talking about who they should and shouldn't take. 
Then again, we're not saying who we think is going to go in the draft. We're mocking the draft. That's correct. Yeah. You're soft. <laughs> <laughs> who do I got on my mock draft here for the Cowboys? Oh. Yeah, they're screwed. This sucks. <laughs> wah, wah. Lots of NFL talk whenever we get back. I mean, I am low-key excited for the weekend, though. I'd like to early get some ideas out there on what we're going to do with the numbers. we got to put some money out there, Van. If I'm going to go to the Royal Rumble this weekend and still make time to watch the NFL on Sunday. Also, are they playing games on Saturday? Is that true, Amory? I saw that. No, both games are on Sunday. Okay, good. They should do it on Saturday. Why? So we can get loose. Sunday's for choring. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Sunday touring guy. I work all Sunday, baby. And I don't just like, I don't lose steam the way that Bill Belichick and the Falcons did. Like, I chore all day. Mm. That was a good one. Thank you. Amory's like, I really wanted Bill Belichick to coach the Falcons. No, you did not, Amory. You don't care. You know I care. <laughs> that was hilarious. Bill walked in and said, they were like, hey, Bill, will you be the head coach? He said, yeah, I'll be the head coach. Should I work out of the GM's office or should I work out of, they said, no, the head coach, Bill. He said, yeah, the head coach GM. Like, I totally get it. Like, let's, let's go. It's not going to happen. I want him to, I want him to coach for the Dallas Cowboys for the pure entertainment and joy of it. Yeah, that ship has sailed, Amory. I know, because they're keeping McCarthy. That is what I really wanted, though. Lots of NFL talk for the rest of the day. Whenever we get back, it's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610, home of your playoff and Super Bowl coverage, the sports animal. Brooks and Dunn is coming to town. June the 1st at the Isleta formerly. Did they used to call it the Journal? A lot of people call it the Journal. I didn't live here then. It's been a few things. Okay. It was hard rock when I moved here. Oh, then it was the and yeah, and then it was the Journal Pavilion. Okay. Well, it's Isleta now. I mess with Isleta because they mess with the New Mexico Bowl and I mess with the New Mexico Bowl. That's how I do things. Support the sponsors. I also think they have the best sports bet. In New Mexico. They have the best sports, but what? Bet. Oh, okay. Hmm. We are talking a little bit about Bill Belichick. Sports book. When do you want to give away these Brooks and Nuns tickets, man? Five o'clock? Let's do it right at five. Yeah. Yeah, right at five, baby. Let's go. We're giving away Brooks and Nuns tickets. We're giving away a pair of them. We do another trivia question? We should do a trivia question. Are we going to give it away to the... What number am I thinking of? Call at five o'clock. 959th caller. Eight. For 95.9 FM. <laughs> I used to work at a radio station that would give away $105.70 because it was 105.7. Okay. It was kind of clever. That's uh, a bit labor intensive, all the change. Or they just hand over a check? Do a little Venmo? I don't know enough to know. Okay. Direct wasn't, deposit? Wasn't part of that part. No, okay. Yeah, let's do, let's do trivia at five on the dot for your chance to win Brooks and Dunn's tickets. So I guess Bill Belichick's never returning to Atlanta. Is that what you guys saw? It doesn't seem 
like he's coming back. He just didn't get all he just didn't get all the uh, authority he wanted. He wants to be the head coach, wants to be the GM, wants to control the front office, wants a cut of parking lot sales. This is what happened. We talked about last week that the Falcons didn't interview Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick interviewed the Falcons. You had made that mention, yes. But the Falcons had one follow-up question. Before we give you full authority on being the general manager of the Atlanta Falcons, explain this. Mac Jones. Ooh. He was like, well, we, 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 saw the, we saw the tape on Mac when he was in college, and he looked pretty good, but just to come to find out he had the best offensive line and the best running backs and best wide receivers and, and best defense in football, and come to find out that they were playing he, children. Was, he was hot garbage the whole time. It's not good enough, Bill. Amory, you're an NFL insider, I guess. Okay. Is it true the Falcons talked to Jim Harbaugh, too? Yes. But he's having it, but Jim Harbaugh's having his second interview with the Los Angeles Chargers. More current news. And now the latest odds have Bill Belichick being the, the commander's head coach. Or what you guys call them, the Washington Guardians. Oh, okay. I'm familiar is, with them. Washington football team. That's what I prefer. They're changing their name, right? Yes. From the Washington the Guardians to what? With new, um, to whatever Magic Johnson wants them to be. New staff. Showtimes? Mm hmm. <laughs> the Washington Lake Show. Who's Bobby Slowick? The offensive coordinator for the Texans? Detroit Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson and Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald? Any of those guys will take the job in a minute. Mm hmm. Didn't Arthur Blank try to hire Joe Gibbs one time? Did the, that was like a big conversation, wasn't mm -hmm. it? Can you imagine keep going after? They tried Bill Parcells once, too. Can you imagine going after big-time coaching names over and over and over and, and never getting any of them? You got to try, though. You can't fault a guy for trying. Yeah, I agree. You have to eventually, like, seal the deal on one. And there's a lot of teams out there that are, and I think we've talked about this, the Dan Campbell formula. I think the Raiders are doing that now. I think Antonio Pierce is part of the Dan Campbell formula. Give me the D'Amico Ryan's plan. Sign me up for that. You're just immediately better. Yeah. Yeah, just completely flipped the whole script. Wow, you're opening my eyes for right now. Mm -hmm. I've never really thought about it the way you're describing about it. Because Dan Campbell and D'Amico Ryan's and Antonio Pierce, they're the new wave. Sure. And what do they have in common? They played the game. Played the game. And there was that run of dudes that didn't play the game. Romeo Cornell's and Bill Belichick's and Charlie Weiss's, and I'm just naming New England Patriots head coaches, mm -hmm. but you get the idea. Sure. They didn't play the game. There's only so many boy geniuses to go around. Mike McDaniel. You can't, not everyone gets to have a Mike McDaniel. Not everyone gets to have a Sean McVay. Pete Carroll. Get the, get the locker room insiders. That's a perfectly good silver medal. You can't get Mike McDaniel. Get a Dan Campbell. You can't get Sean McVay. Get you an Antonio Pierce. Hit that breaking news, Amory. Well, cause I was going to ask you if I can play it because I got some weird insider 
information. Yeah, no, sure. No, no, no. You go first because. The 2024 Baseball Hall of Fame inductees have been announced. Oh. <laughs> and we'll give them to you after the break. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Home of playoff and Super Bowl coverage. The Sports Animal. I don't believe this is Brooks and Dunn. But we're still going to give away tickets at 5 o'clock. I got a fun fact for you, man. Please. Hit breaking news one more time, Amory. Got a couple first ballot is here, Van. Ooh, wait. Not first ballot Hall of Famer. Todd Helton, welcome to the team, brother. Yeah. Todd Helton of your Colorado Rockies is a Hall of Famer. In his first time on the ballot, Adrian Beltre Van, a Hall of Famer. I didn't think he was going to be first ballot. No, I did not either. He deserves it 100%, but I thought just because of steroid era suspicions he would be held off for a year but he's got a hall of fame career congratulations adrian first ballot hall of famer joe mauer deserved in that wild he was the best in the biz for like eight years almost a decade every single year he was the best catcher in baseball no argument. Best catcher in baseball. Joe Bauer made it by four votes on his first ballot. Billy Wagner misses it by five. That's a bummer because next year is Billy Wagner's last year. So he'll get in next year. He'll get in next year, but it's kind of an insult to what I consider the second greatest reliever in the history of baseball. No. Who's better? There's a bunch. Mario Rivera is the only one. Trevor Hoffman. Nope. Compiler. Dennis Eckersley. Nope. Bruce Smith. The linebacker? The defensive end? (laughs) Lee, possibly, you're thinking of? Everyone else used steroids. (laughs) Billy Wagner's statistics, per inning statistics, are better than anyone in the history of baseball not named Mariano Rivera. It is wild how underappreciated he is. I have the number for you. Ready? K. One. That is the number of players in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame that were born in the 1980s. Joe Maurer is the first player born in the 1980s, 1983. Okay to be elected in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. One year younger than me. Congratulations, buddy. One year older than me. Congratulations, buddy. (laughs) Wow. If he goes up to accept his Hall of Fame, if he does his speech in baggy cargo pants, I'll be so happy. Nice. (laughs) Uh, 
Hold on, guys. Let me take off my snap bracelet. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, you know Justin Murnau is like my best friend? That's because I don't want to be an American idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian, eh, Marie? That's the joke. Justin Morneau's Canadian. I got it. If you're really breaking it down, he's like an elder millennial. He's like me. He's an Xennial. We bridge the gap in between Generation X and Millennial. Yeah. Now, can, now you can just say old. He's old. I can tell you what the Nordiques were. <laughs> That's us. I remember the first El Nino. Nice. <laughs> is this this is the first Major League Baseball Hall of Famer who's younger than you, Van? How do you feel as an old man right now? Oh, I've been preparing myself for this for years. I've been lubricating my brain with drugs and alcohol for quite some time now. I'm okay mm-hmm. with it. Uh, drugs, alcohol, and ska music. <laughs> <laughs> Miss me with the ska, but I get the sentiment. Before we started the show today, friends of the show, I said to Van, I'm going to be very funny today, but it's going to be very dry. That's my approach today. Okay. I'm going to do it with only 90s references moving forward. All right. Gary Shandling it is. That's a good 90s reference mm-hmm. and a good dry reference. I'm here for you. Nice. 83. Wild. He deserves it. A lot of people didn't think he was going to be first ballot either. I didn't. Yeah? I did not. I thought this year was going to be Billy Wagner and Trevor Hoffman. I thought those were going to be the only two. We haven't talked about a ton of baseball on air because of reasons, but... It's the offseason. We don't start to heat up until the weather does. The, the Todd Helton one is fun. Because he played for... You know, the wrong team. Perception. Yeah. I think he's only the second Rocky to ever make the Hall of Fame. Check this out. Oh, okay. A lot of people give him the Coors bump. He played in high altitude. I had a Coors bump at a bar one night. <laughs> played in high altitude before the humidifiers, during the steroid era. What if All he... of his numbers weren't real, blah, 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 blah. Before you finish this thought. Okay. What if A. Marie was the type of producer who laughed when I told jokes? Like, do you think that would help the show, or do you think it would not? When you tell jokes, I laugh when Van tells jokes. Well, obviously, because I'm funnier. But, but A. Marie, but she said it like herself. She's got Friday energy. It's right here on Facebook oh, Live I and YouTube that, Live. I put that on um, every day now because that's the ongoing joke. See, that's you missed my joke about that. So that's okay. Can't get them all. Let's say Colorado bump. A player. Do you want me to just fake laugh now? No one, if you, listen, the friends of the show will think whatever is funny if you tell them it's funny. They told us that yellow shirt that we made that looked like mustard was a good t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't in hindsight. It was fire. What are you doing? That's our best one. Sorry, baby, you were saying. Let's say hypothetically. A Major League Baseball player played 16 years. Played... Almost a full season every year. Never had a major injury. And his career splits is a 287 batting average. Okay. That is very good. Yeah, Larry Walker, good. Okay. Let's say he had a 386 on base percentage. 
that is not good. That is fantastic. Let's say you had a 469 slugging percentage. That's a stud right there. Those were Todd Helton's road numbers. Those are Hall of Fame numbers on the road. Chris so all this, Coor, all this Coors bump is garbage. But he wasn't as good when he was in Coors. No one is. But those are Hall of Fame numbers on the road alone. He was a stud. He's a real one. I get lost in the dinner window chips conversation. Because I think you need chips. Team game. Yeah, it's too hard. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hold it against Dan Marino. I do. I don't hold it against Charles Barkley. Oh, I definitely hold it against him. I don't. I'm not going to hold it against Todd Helton. In three weeks, exactly three weeks from now. Let me make sure I got that right. One, two, three weeks. I will tell everyone on this show. Weeks. How Zach Ertz is a Hall of Fame tight end because he'll have a chip. Oh, that's wild. I hope so. I want I want Detroit with us. Sorry, Niners fans. I want Detroit with us in Vegas. Yeah. I want to party with Lions fans. Same. Oh, God. P- pretty please pull this off. An Eminem. Brock Purdy story. Fantastic. Mm. I'm a big Christian McCaffrey guy, mm. not just because of racial reasons. There's some great storylines on San Francisco. Don't get me wrong. But Detroit, stand up, baby. Let's go. I want them going to Vegas. I want them partying in Vegas. Their first Super Bowl. Major League Baseball is to send the Todd father out there, and we can just party with him, too. Sweet. One of these guys will be there. We'll be talking to one of these guys. Yeah. I love talking to baseball guys at football stuff, because baseball guys love football, and they're way smarter than football guys. (laughs) To the 100 percentile, every single athlete that plays baseball is smarter outside Ryan Fitzpatrick than every player who's played football. Not Ryan Fitzpatrick, though. He's literally the smartest guy ever. That's unfair. Him existing is unfair to people like me and you. Todd Helton? Three gold gloves. 13 minutes away from us giving away Brooks and Dunn's tickets. (gasps) It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. Home of your playoff and Super Bowl coverage. The Sports Animal. All right, we need a Brooks and Dunn trivia question. Okay. We had a good one yesterday. It was a good start. If you missed it yesterday, friend of the show, Kix Brooks' name is actually Leon. Kix came because when he was in Zivoom, he kicked a lot. You met Neat Amory? Yes. We're going to do four days straight of Brooks and Dunn. I'm going to come out of this thing different. We're listening to Brooks and Dunn every break for four straight days. I mean, look what's already happened to me, guys. 
I got my pearl snap shirt on. It's only been, this is only day two. I got a deep V and some pearl snaps. A really thin weathered pearl snap shirt. I did manual labor all morning. I did. I got to knock that out. I'm a, di- I'm a different man. Brooks and Dunweek. Hey, Maria, I'm not sure you're You doing. could say, I was born in love again. I'm a brand new van. I didn't wear my boots, though. That's day three. <laughs> day four, cowboy hat. Day five, I'm going to steal some of uh, Brandon Vote's animals and put them in my backyard. At 5 o'clock. His cows are so cute. Okay. When we say to call, don't call before we say to call. Sometimes they do that. They do. And those people will not win. What year did Brooks and Dunn release their debut album? Ooh, good okay. one. That's a good one. Now, a lot of people are like, I know that. I know it right now. I should call right now. Don't. Don't do that. You need a little knowledge and a little luck. Because we're going to ask a second trivia <gasps> question. And you're going to have to know the answer to both. Oh, my God. Yep. There's layers to this There's thing. There's layers to it. Now, here's a little hint if you're in here with us right now. Like Shrek's onion. Yeah, layers. Mm-hmm. Figure out the answer to the first question. What year did Brooks and Dunn release their debut album? And the second part, it also related to an album release. Okay. And we're going to get a winner of this one, so it's going to be a lot of fun. They have to say both answers. They have to say both answers. Okay, get ready. But the catch, Amory, is you have to stick around throughout the commercial because we're not going to repeat the first one. The first question being, what year did Brooks and Dunn release their debut album? And you have to call it five. Whenever you gotta, we, you, well, after you we read the second yeah. trivia. Correct. What we're doing is we're sprinkling a little trivia crack on them. Mm-hmm. Hey, Marie. Mm. Sprinkling a little trivia crack. Sprinkle some trivia crack on them, Johnson. Yeah. Two men on. You know, I know two men, Van. Mm-hmm. Brooks and Dunn. That was the, probably the best two. Brooks and Dunn on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Home of your playoff and Super Bowl coverage. The Sports Animal.